Hello, New Jersey. Welcome to another edition of On the Record. Patterson police say that voice you just heard is Jamie Clowry, recorded in one of two 911 calls placed on Saturday in the hours before he showed up at police headquarters making a frantic Facebook Live video. Lowry was then taken to a hospital and placed on life support. He died on Monday. Patterson officials released the tape Wednesday in response to a public records request from NorthJersey.com. Lowry's death has spurred an investigation, as well as rallies by residents demanding answers to how the 27-year-old man died. To get some perspective on the 911 tapes, I spoke Wednesday to Joe Malinconico, editor of the Patterson Press. Here's that conversation. Joe Malinconico, welcome back to On the Record. Thanks for having me. Hey, you've been covering this uh, troubling death of this fellow in Patterson, Jameek Lowry. And um, I gather you've also been able to listen to some 911 tapes. Tell me a bit about the circumstances of these tapes. Well, the uh, city of Patterson uh, just provided two recordings of 911 calls that city officials say were made by, by Mr. Lowry uh, uh, the morning before he uh, was uh, taken to the hospital. Um, one of the recordings was taken, uh, he says he's calling from 135 Godwin Avenue. The second one he says he's calling from the Wendy's restaurant by Say County Community College, which you may know is just uh, probably a football field and a half away from police headquarters. Exactly, and police headquarters where he went and recorded himself on Facebook Live. All right, let's take, break it down a little bit. Um, what um, what do we learn and what do we not learn from the first uh, 911 call? Well, and it, again, this whole thing is still a puzzle that has many pieces missing, you know, and, and many questions unanswered. In the first call, he, he, he seems very calm um, and he talks about needing an ambulance and he says that he took too many quote-unquote e-pills. Um, and uh, the uh, dispatcher asked him, "Is this is the first time?" And he says, "Yes." Um, and and that's pretty much the, the the extent of the content of that call. Okay. And that, how much time it, uh, goes by before the second call? Second call. The first call was about roughly two forty six a.m. two forty five a.m. The second call was was roughly an hour later, um, and and uh, probably a, a mile or so away from where he made the first call. Okay. Generally speaking, what, what are we hearing in the second the, call? The second call, you'll, you, he's much more frantic and, 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 and disturbed, and, and uh, the dispatcher herself has difficulty hearing him at times, um, and he says he needs help. He says he needs help, and, and uh, he actually also says in the second call that, that 
someone's trying to kill him, which is an, uh, an assertion that he makes repeatedly in the Facebook live stream that he took when he was inside the police headquarters front desk area. What do we not know? What are some questions you have after listening to this tape? Well, you know, the, the, the big thing we don't know, obviously, is, is, is what, he, what he died of. You know, and, and we're waiting on the autopsy uh, re report on that. And there's a lot of speculation, you know, and, and, and we prefer not to go there. Um, we don't know. Family members have said that hospital, preliminary hospital reports have showed that he was not on any narcotics, you know. Now, I, I've talked to some law enforcement people about that, and they say it, the issue may be that certain, narco certain narcotic screens don't look for, quote-unquote, designer drugs, uh, and, and including ecstasy. Again, we, we, we still don't know whether or not he was on ecstasy. We don't know to what degree that contributed to, to the, un the tragedy that followed. And if I remember from my own police reporting days, Toxicology tests take a while to come back. They they, they do. Um, they, they they do, and so you know this this uh, that that's a question that won't be answered for a while. All right. One question I had was: Is there any indication that uh, paramedics or police uh, responded in any way to these two nine one one calls? Well, the 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 second call, there's, there's, the the first call, according to uh, authorities, he was taken to the hospital after the first call. Had an issue with the hospital. Um, I think they, they, the way the cap prosecutor described it as him being uncooperative, you know. Um, and he himself says in, in his, um, during his Facebook video, that he was at the hospital earlier that, that morning and that he, he alleges he was roughed up by security staff at the hospital. Um, and um, the, the, uh, the second call, you can hear the, the, the way it sounds. He may be moving or walking. You know, you, you hear the, the, the air and the, the kind of thing that you... And so the second call happened a handful of minutes prior to him beginning his Facebook live stream from inside police headquarters. So there probably wouldn't have been an opportunity to respond because he showed up in the... He's right, right, he's right, right, right there. there. Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Um, I, I gather there have been some protest gatherings around this, uh, or more on the horizon? There, there was there was one very large one last night, and there's talk of another gathering outside City Hall tonight at, uh, at 5 o'clock. Um, one of the, the points of tonight's protest, I'm told, is going to be uh, a community cry for uh, the, the investigation to be handled by an outside law enforcement entity and not the Passaic County Prosecutor's Office. All right. Well, listeners, a reminder, there's much we don't know, as Joe mentioned, about this case. Uh, but Joe will be following your coverage closely to see what, what turns up. Thanks very much, Sean. So long.